The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off. Uh, Keith Murphy alongside John Sears. What the hell was that? The bandit. The bandit's back. Is it like some kind of childhood fantasy or something for you or... Happy to see the bandit. Who? Your chance to sound off coming up live in just a few minutes. Among hot topics, the Hawkeyes trying to stay alive in the NCAA tournament must beat top seed Houston again tonight. Currently, the score is four to four Whoa. in the sixth. Are we into the seventh inning now? I think we're in the bottom of the sixth, right? Bottom, bottom of six. the sixth. That is tied at four. We will keep you up to date. We know most of you cannot watch this game because it's on ESPN3. That's streaming only. But if Iowa wins, the Hawks would have to beat Texas A&M twice tomorrow to reach the Super Regional. So 515-282-9010 to sound off. Phil Mickelson knows what matters. Mickelson needs one major to complete the career Grand Slam, and it's the U.S. Open. It's not like he's missed by much. Mickelson finished second a record six times. Thursday, when the Open begins in Wisconsin, Mickelson says you'll find him in California at his daughter's high school graduation. 18 years ago, Mickelson played the Open wearing a baby beeper ready to leave at any time. He finished second to Payne Stewart. Stewart grabbed Mickelson and said, good luck with the baby. There's nothing greater than being a father. Amanda was born the next day. The same Amanda who will give Thursday's commencement speech. The 46-year-old Mickelson says the Open remains the tournament he wants most. But quote, this is one of those moments where you look back on life and you just don't want to miss it. Exactly. Mickelson doesn't need the money or fame, and he has no teammates, but still, bravo, Phil. 
The world is full of people who regret working too much, not people who wish they had not devoted so much time to family. Take it from a guy who, by job choice, shows up halfway through weeknight Little League games or arrives at school concerts just in time to see everyone leaving. And I have family first bosses. In the 90s, one of my best friends got married in Florida. I was told I could not have the time off because it was a television ratings period. All these years later, I have no idea what was going on in TV at the time, but I will always regret not being there for Mary and Rob. Phil Mickelson has won five majors. His chief rival, Tiger Woods, won 14. Both will miss the U.S. Open. Who looks happier these days? Perspective right there, Keith. That is perspective. The only time we ever hear about Bill Snyder being in the news, it's to talk about how he's coming back to coach at the age of 97. Well, this week, Snyder went out of character and defended his position to not let wide receiver Corey Sutton transfer. Sutton is a backup and reportedly gave Snyder a list of 35 potential transfer schools, zero Big 12 teams, no future K-State opponent, even some FCS and D2 schools. Seems fair. Heck, more than fair. Not to Snyder, who says if all the number twos are granted a release, they wouldn't have a team. True, but come on, let's exaggerate a little more, Bill. Why do coaches fight these transfers? It never ends well for the coach or school. Oh, and did I mention in his vindictive, petty reasoning not to grant the transfer, Snyder publicly stated Sutton had failed two drug tests. Is that legal to say that? Look, if a kid isn't happy and wants to play somewhere else, let him go. If Bill Snyder decided he wanted to leave K-State tomorrow and coach somewhere else, he could, no penalty, but the kids are stuck. And that argument the coaches use, well, we may play X team in two years, so you can't go there. Stop. If Sutton isn't good enough to start for you, Bill Snyder, why on earth are you worried about where he transfers? Petty, vindictive, old crotchety man syndrome. It's a bad look. Now, I'll agree that times have changed and we live in a transfer happy play now society, but that still doesn't mean a kid doesn't deserve to be happy where he goes to school. Snyder learned a good lesson, even at the age of 77. He's since granted Sutton's release, which he should have done from day one. Yes, he should. You're right. It never ends well. Uh, Snyder also apologized. He needed to. Mm -hmm. What a bad look for him. What a bad week. Kind of just came out of nowhere, too. Yeah, yeah it, it was bad. Let's get to it here. Um, Roger. It wants to talk Iowa baseball, and the Hawks are playing Houston right now, tied at four in the sixth inning. Hawks must win to stay alive. Now in the seventh inning, Old Spicer director keeping you up to date on that. Roger, what do you think of the Hawks in this baseball season? Well, I think it's been a tremendous season for the Hawkeyes. I guess I was wondering how you two gentlemen uh, perceive the Houston peanut gallery behind home plate Friday night. <laughs> Those yeah, was, guys were a little rowdy, and man, by rowdy, yeah, I mean a, they were obnoxious. Yeah, that was sad to watch. Uh, and I'm really sad that the Hawkeyes aren't on the tube tonight. Uh, I, I'm glad I wouldn't have to look at that bunch of Houston fans again. Yeah, they, they, but, that was a bad look for Houston. Man, they, they, the fans came off as, John, good word for, out of you there, obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and let's remind people, the Iowa game was supposed to be on TV this afternoon. It was supposed to start at 3 o'clock, but it was delayed about five and a half hours. So can't blame ESPN too much. It's hard to 
stick with the program five and a half hours down the line. So they were supposed to be on TV, but right now 4-4 in the seventh inning. Uh, Joe is in Des Moines. Joe, you have a thought on baseball as well. What is it, Joe? Well, this is on softball and baseball. I can't stand this obstruction rule where the catcher has all the room in, at the plate. That's crazy. What, what, uh, what does the runner have to do? Is yep. the runner just supposed to run into the catcher? Yeah, that's, that's the hard uh, call that the ump has to make because a lot of rules where if you run the catcher over, the runner is considered out, and, but the catcher blocks the plate, so the runner essentially has to run around the catcher, which doesn't seem fair a lot of the time. So, yeah, it's a sticky rule that, that they have to get around because uh, they're trying to eliminate those big collisions at home plate. Boy, one big home run by A&M. That was the difference maker in that game. One pitch. It is time for local lookalikes and Old Spice judges. He does not just direct, he judges the lookalikes. Andrew in Urbandale says the registers Zach Craiglow looks like Penguins winger Phil Kessel. Old Spice is it a match? Congratulations, Zach. Hey, Matt from Clive says Iowa quarterback Nathan Stanley looks like uh, former WHO radio personality Steve Dace. Would have never thought of this, but maybe there's something to it. Old Spice. That's good. Does that, that looks like a young Steve Dace, right? It does look like a young Steve Dace. Props yep. to our viewers, man. They pull these out of nowhere. That is a good one right there. I've seen Nathan Stanley several times. It never occurred to me. Side by side. But now. Young Steve Dace. <laughs> Guys, we have a good thing going here, and everybody is completely happy with it. At least I thought so. That's what's bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Joey writes, if the energy wanted to protect their assets, they would have invested in a surge protector. Wasn't a great joke, but it needed to be made. I think it is a great joke. I think it needs to be made again during this show. Well, if there's one thing Andy appreciates, it's Uber. Not so fast. That what? could change. Yeah? It's what's bugging Andy. I did something for the first time this week. I looked at my Uber rating. You know, when you use Uber and the drivers you hire rate you as a passenger, and it shows up as a star rating under your name. I'm a 4.67 out of 5, which is you know, pretty good. But I use Uber a lot, and this means I've had a bunch of drivers rate me as a less than perfect customer. And I'm a little puzzled by that because I try really hard to be perfect. Polite, on time, considerate of their vehicle, all that stuff. I'm not sure what I might have done wrong. But this week, some people suggested that maybe it's because I don't always tip the Uber driver. And that bugs me. I mean, to be clear, I do occasionally tip when they do something above and beyond, which is sometimes and when I have cash, which is rarely. But I'll have to say that one of the things I like best about Uber is that I don't feel like I have to tip the driver. And the drivers get 80% of the fare. They set their own schedules and most do it as part-time work. And more than anything, tipping has reached and exceeded the point of overkill in America. That started with servers and then added bartenders and then went to things like hotel maids, but they can be very personalized service where you can feel gracious for the extra work that's put in. 
But now there's a tip jar on the counter at the burger joint, at the pizza place, on the airport shuttle. Where's it going next? The mechanic? The bank teller? Hey, give me 10 rolls of quarters and then. Why don't you keep one for yourself, darling? It's too much. I mean, we are getting milked dry. The tip dog is out of teats. And that's why Uber is so welcome. Not only is it easy and less expensive, you also didn't feel hassled for tips, stressed about not carrying cash, or compelled to come up with some BS story about how you'd catch him the next time around. Don't ruin that, guys. Don't expect gratuity. Don't ask for it. You're going to ruin a really good thing. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Thank you, Andy, and congratulations to Norwalk High, another state soccer championship. Who's in your five is next on Sound Off, plus more of your live calls. We have an open line right now, 515-282-9010. You can like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Jay writes about Albert Pujols. 600th home run. Too many rumors about him in the past. I just assume he hasn't done it clean, even if he has been clean forever. His friends ruin the excitement of home run records. Hashtag Sammy Sosa fan. Yeah, the 600 kind of under the radar considering. Doesn't mean a lot anymore. Who's in your five? Uh, my five favorite bands. Okay. Uh, at number five, the FAMU marching band. Uh, actually, the halftime better than the football game, if you can believe that. Okay. Number four, I'm going with the Killers. Uh, you know, just what a great band that good is. Good band. Yeah, uh, good. At, at number three, U2, my all-time favorite band. Wait, so wait, if they're all, your all-time favorite, why are they three? Well, because number two is the greatest thing in television history, Band of Brothers. That, well, that's not really... Like, it's a, a band. Like a it musical band? It doesn't get better than that. Okay. And number one, the greatest band of all time, The Bandit. But it's not a band. And who, who is... Who's this Bandit? That's ban you can't spell band... Or bandit without band. But that's not a band. It's the bandit. It. Look, look, look how it's spelled right there. That's the proper spelling, band, it. Look at the band on his cap, his hat. It makes perfect sense to me. I I'm sorry I you don't, don't understand. Don't All right, let's talk to Tom in Des Moines about the Golden State Warriors who lost Harrison Barnes and picked up Kevin Durant and now look unbeatable. Hello, sir. Are you there? Yes. Warriors, go. Yes. I think when Golden State goes back to Cleveland, they're going to win two games. Right, Golden State is going to win two games So in they're going to sweep. That would be a sweep. Many people predicted the sweep. Now, last year, wasn't we, were we in the same scenario? Last year, the Cavs lost the first two games at Golden State by a combined 48 points. This year, it's been by a combined 41 points. So that's actually a Cavalier improvement. So they're playing better. 
<laughs> Tell me, <laughs> watching these first two games, if you think this is going the way last year's series did, because I don't. It's not, and right here, Kevin Durant's That's the, the difference. Yep. Uh, he has faded in big games before. He has not done that this year in, the, in these playoffs. LeBron has been great, but Durant has, you can make an argument, Durant has been better in the first two games than LeBron. Uh, he's the difference. If Clay Thompson is hitting, Curry's hitting, they have too many weapons for Cleveland right now. Good to see Steve Kerr back coaching for Golden State, classy move by LeBron to go up and welcome Kerr back mm -hmm. tonight. And I always think it takes a, a confident, good leader to think that it's better, that he's oh. better, if the operation runs smoothly when he's gone. I think mm -hmm. some leaders are insecure. Some leaders feel like if things don't go well when they're gone, that that means they're needed. Steve Kerr clearly is a guy that thinks it speaks volumes about him, and it does that the, the Warriors play just as well when he's not there. Okay, uh, great to see Kerr back, but let's be honest. If I'm coaching the Warriors, I get him 60 wins, right? I doubt it. All right. Right. Rick is maybe, you say 60? 60, 60 and 22 on the regular season. Yeah, I think you could coach the Warriors to 60 wins. Uh, Rick is in New Providence. We'll hear from him. Bob in Fort Dodge. That's all coming up. And uh, welcome to Iowa Wolves. And oh. welcome face-off. That's next. And a final call or two at 282-9010. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Series over. Golden State wins this in four games. Oh, wait. Weren't they up 2-0 last year as well? How did that finish? Lots of basketball left to be played. Bill and Clarion. Yeah, we just talked about this, but it it feels different this time. I feels think. different, and you, it feels weird saying that LeBron James needs to do more. He does. He probably he, does. I mean, he's it, only been great so far. <laughs> he needs to be greater. All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Former Penn State President Graham Spanier and two former administrators who were involved in the Jerry Sandusky case were sentenced to jail terms this week. Sentences range from four to 23 months, although each will only serve a few months behind bars, then house arrest. That's not enough for me, but I guess it's better than nothing. You? Nothing is enough, John, when grown men, smart men, admit they should have done more to stop a child rapist. Mm -hmm. But this does send a career-wrecking message to all university administra administrators. Do not put your football program ahead of compassion, decency, and morality. Let's hope all schools get it, even if Baylor did not. The Iowa Wolves are the new D-League, soon to be G-League NBA team in Des Moines, directly owned by the Timberwolves. Love the new logos, and I think this will be a lot more popular than the energy. Everything about this makes sense, and you're right, the logos look fantastic. Iowa Wolves looks better than Minnesota Timberwolves. But that does bring up one question. What's that? What happens to Surge? Oh, it's not good. I don't even want to think about it, John. It's not good. Like Joey said, no surge protection. I knew we could get that in again. Mr. Met is looking for a new job. Earlier this week, Mr. Met went rogue and gave fans the middle finger. I'll be honest, seeing Mr. Met give the finger, it's a damn funny photo. And while the Mets are struggling, and I'm guessing these fans were belligerent, you can't do that. Wait, we blurred the photo out? <laughs> 
Did we have to blur the photo? That's funny. All right, Mr. Matt only has four fingers. So he doesn't have a middle finger. Yeah, how do they know it was the middle finger? And Mr. Matt is smiling through his <laughs> anger. He never changes his facial expression. It's straight gangster. Oh. I, I, I hope next week we have a photo of someone being flipped off by a hamburger helper. <laughs> Keep these coming. And we'll blur it out, I guess. All right, Murph, you live tweeted your trip to the DMV. When did you get out? Right before the show. I got there, let me see, I got there Thursday. So, yeah, just got out. Why do you look so miserable? Your son seems happy. When you're 16, you feel immortal, John. I could have died in there. I was there a uh, long time. It's a tough place to go. Nice people, but they need more help. Yeah. Over under, 1977 movies, overrated, Slapshot. It's entertaining, but come on, it's not the top five sports movie many want you to believe it is. Underrated, Smokey and the Bandit. Just 90 minutes of pure fun. Look at that Classic. car. Watch both, see which one you enjoy most. It, it won't even be close. It's the Bandit. You love the Bandit. The, the, the Bandit's You bad. are the Bandit. Yeah. Oh, nope. sorry. Here's the Bandit. One minute. One minute. This is the wrong floor. See you, Tiny Ref. All right, All right let's get back Adios. to it. Uh, Rick is in New Providence. Uh, hello, Rick, and welcome to the show. Yep, I love Smokey and the Bandit, too. I liked you in the Trans Am. I think Jerry Ann should have rode shotgun with you, Sally Fields, and driving semi. Should have been Cooter Ray, I think. <laughs> I think John. There's a Bandit could, fan right there. Could be the snowman. Yeah, see, there's a, Rick sounds like a, a young guy, and he, he loves the Bandit. I don't know what you're talking about there. Okay, by yeah, define Jerry, young. What are we talking Jer about young? Here? And Jerry Ann, she would, I know she'd put her feet up on the dash. <laughs> uh, Josh is in Peoria, Illinois. Hi, Josh. Josh, go ahead. All right, we're going to lose Josh, and that's going to give it. Oh, here we got an update. 4 4 in the eighth. Hawkeyes must win. By the way, the logos are, are backwards on this, but the, it doesn't matter because it's tied. But the, uh, it is still 4 4. Yeah, yeah. it is 4 4. Um, Cheezer will have the final word. It's his honor. Cheezer, you're probably a big Smokey and the Bandit fan. Oh, uh, yeah, but Reynolds was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. the, Royals got, the Royals got their butt today, but they have an uh, opportunity to beat the uh, Astros this week. And I, have a, I had a great weekend last night. I went up to Mickey's and Clive uh, for a singles night. I met some chicks, uh, and I had some uh, chips and salsa, some little smokies and some uh, meatballs. Got to try their meatballs, guys. Phenomenal meatballs, guys. Hey, I'll tell you this, Cheezer. Uh, uh, I'm good hungry. A good night for the Cheezer is chicks and chips. And meatballs. And he had it all last night. Apologies to those waiting. We are uh, we're out of out of time here on Sound Off. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we're back next week, and we hope you are too. We leave you with the Sound Off send off. The Bandit returns. Yeah, thanks to Rob Kibbe and Todd Clint. Had a blast, guys. Thank you. too much break. I slammed the break. <laughs> All right, so we got to get back to reverse. Uh, yeah. Down. Down. All the way to the left. All right, right Sam. Good to go. Whenever you're ready. One, two, three, four. 
Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.